What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? You are now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sonny D. What's going on? How are you guys doing out there? Hopefully this finds you well. Hopefully you're ready to get after it. Hopefully you're ready to change the world. I know I am. And I know most of the people that are listening to the YFYI podcast are. And I know that it's possible you might be one of those people. So I want to just thank you for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being present and dangerous listening to the podcast. Yes, this is the YFY podcast. This is where you come to get your mind right, to get your money right, to get your head right, to get ready to tackle anything that comes your way. The YFY podcast, the reason I started this podcast is to go in conjunction with YFYI, the book, your first year in the beauty industry, in the beauty industry, how to not just survive, but thrive in the business of beauty. I wrote that book out of really a point of, you know, when there's a time travel machine, which I believe is coming, I want to have something that I can take back with me, that I can take back to myself when I was in beauty school, when I knew like I had graduation come in and I was nervous and I was excited and I was scared and I was every emotion at the same time. And I was like, man, I need, you know, I need to know what do I need to do next, you know, to guide me, especially in that beginning part of your career, that first, you know, a couple of years, 12 to 18 months when you're trying to figure things out, you're trying to piece things together, you're trying to make the right decisions, you're trying to get off to the right start, you're trying to make this you know, this huge, you know, financial investment, if you had a huge financial investment to get through your school, you want to make it pay off. And that's why I wrote the book, because I know I needed it. And I know as I, you know, meet more and more and more people, especially in interviewing for my own company, that it's needed by many. So that's why I wrote the book to get out there and spread this word, as I call it, the YFY gospel. And so now just being on, you know, a mission to go visit every school in the country to spread this message, I'm finding that, yes, it is needed more now than I think ever. You know, we have we have a lot of people out there and, you know, that are in need of coaching and need of mentorship. And so hopefully the YFY could be, you know, could be a kind of a guiding light or a beacon or a, a North Star or something as you're. I call it the GPS is what I like to call it, the GPS to navigate through that beginning, those beginning phases of your career, the most crucial time, the beginning, it's the beginning. Think about it. If you're a baby, what's the most crucial time? It's the beginning, the infantile stage, you know, where you have to, you have to monitor, you have to measure, you have to watch every single thing that's happening in that beginning phase. Because if you don't, I mean, something could, something could go wrong and if it goes wrong, and it goes off the rails, it happens quickly, and you may not recover from it, you know, but to have that in the beginning, as you're trying to craft and develop your vision and see where you're going to go, is critical, to have the tools, to have the, the things that you need that are necessary, and now for some of you, you know, you joined the beauty industry, and you knew it, right, you knew, like, this was your thing, 
you're going to do this, you had this this vision a long time ago, or maybe you knew, I didn't know until much later in life, there were definitely some things that I, I've discovered looking backwards that were signs, if you will, that I was going to be in the beauty industry in some way, shape, or form. Like the one of the signs I would say as I look back is when I was like around like 10, 11 years old, I fell asleep on the bed and my brother found a pair of clippers and he's, you know, five years younger than me. So he's like, whatever, he's five or whatever, six. And he, you know, he plugs them in, he turns them on and he then decides to give me a little haircut and he's in my hair and I'm like sleeping and all of a sudden like I, I feel it and I wake up I'm like what the you know what what the hell's going on and I look and boom <laughs> I'm missing the front hairpiece I'm missing the fringe is gone like the front is just buzzed and so then I like literally like the next two things I'm doing is one beating the hell out of him and two taking those clippers and trying to figure out how to fix this mess of a haircut to make myself at least presentable, at least make it wearable. So, you know, that was my first experience. That was my first haircut. It was actually a corrective haircut. You know, think about it. That's your first one. You're like fixing a bad haircut. And I never, but you know, that was the thing. And then I was like cutting my own hair, cutting some of my buddy's hair. Never really thought about it again. And it popped up a couple more times in my life. And, you know, and now this is the industry that I'm in. So go figure. Who would have thought? I mean, I didn't think. But, you know, and once I decided, you know, to make this move, I knew like, you know, just it felt like, you know what, this is it. I'm going all in. This is what I'm going to do. And it's been nonstop ever since. I went to school 2005. And uh, here we are. You know, think of 2017, man, it's 12 years ago. I finished in November of 2005 because our school, you know, here in Florida where my home base is, you know, 1,200 hours. If you go full time, you can knock that out in like nine months, you know, and then you're out and then you're in the field. Then you're in the field and you're freaking the hell out because you're like, oh, shit, now what? You know, so that's what I realized. I'm like, oh, man, here I go. I'm in the field. And now I gotta like I gotta figure this thing out, and I don't have my instructors around me. I have, you know, the people I work with in the salon as a mentor, and I worked in the school. I had a mentor there, you know, our school director. But it, you know, I'm still like trying to navigate this. I mean, they've been through it, you know, and these guys are, you know, 20 year seniors in the in the business, you know, so things are a little different. I'm I'm like okay, so now what? And I know that there's people out there just like just like me coming out. And they may not have, I got, I, I freaking hit the lottery with, you know, my first two mentors, first two people that I worked for, you know, in the salon and in the school. I mean, I hit the jackpot. I had two, you know, guys are very super successful educators, you know, had been, you know, salon owners, you know, traveling art, doing all the things that I wanted to do, you know, coming into this industry. They've already done it. So I got to work with them as my, my jump off. Are you kidding me? You know, and so when you think about like who are you aligning yourself with, are you getting are you working around people that are doing the things that you want to do? And are you really like getting to know those people and what it took 
you know, when I looked at these two guys and I'm like looking at them at 20 years, I was having things like going through my head. Okay, so if you did this in 20 years, could you working with you, could I you rub off on me and mentor me and I could learn things from you? Could I then maybe do it in 10 you know, and that's that was kind of a realistic kind of you know thought I had, and here I am, you know, at at uh, twelve years, and I think I'm doing okay. I mean, you know, they they were salon owners, and here I am at you know twelve years, and I own you know five salons. So I think in that regards, I'm doing pretty well. I haven't traveled the entire world doing you know doing what I'm doing, but I'm I'm on my way. So I'm looking at them at you know, 20 years, like I'm thinking, could I get there in half? And I think you can and you you will if you're willing to put in the, the grind, if you're willing to put in the work, you know, but the other thing that's really required and one of the things I wanted to chat with you guys today about was, you know, having the vision, seeing it before it exists. You know, anybody that, you know, has built anything and depending, I mean, I don't know what your ambition is. I don't know if you, you know, you that you're listening right now, I don't know if you're thinking you want to own a salon, you want a salon, or if you're thinking you just want to build a clientele, or if you're thinking you want to have multiple salons, I'm not sure where you're at. You know, I know the YFY podcast listeners are coming all shapes and sizes. I've had people reach out that aren't even in the beauty industry, that are just coming out of a, you know, a school, a college, a course, in a whole nother field, I've got people that have been in the beauty industry forever and ever, you know, years and years, 30 years plus. Got people, And I've got people that are brand new, that are in school or just graduating. So I'm not sure if you've thought about it yet, where you want to go, what you want this to turn into. But one of the things, you know, I want to talk about with you guys is just the vision, you know, having the vision, you know, being able to see something that doesn't exist. You have to daydream. You have to make that part of your your routine, your ritual. You have to, you know, let your let your mind go free. When you start thinking about it and think about where it's at. You know, and one of the things I wanted to just share with you guys like something that I created when this when I was just starting my company. So I worked in, you know, the salon, I worked you know, in the school and I did that for right around four years and then I embarked to go on my own little journey and start this salon and, you know, with in the vision and the ambition was, okay, I'm going to start a salon, but I believe that with all of these schools that are all over the country that w- we could figure out, you know, the formula for taking people from school and then career pathing them through and building them into incredible, you know, people, stylists, business, you know, owners with, you know, entrepreneurial or less. I like to say entrepreneurial because they're kind of business owners within a business with that mindset, business savvy, both technically sound or, you know, their artistic game is on point, but also their business game is on point. That's kind of people we're trying to develop. And then we can take that and duplicate that process all over the country. You know, so that's the initial kind of origins of the business. So in working with Paul Mitchell, I'm like, okay, we have 100, you know, Paul Mitchell schools around the country. We're going to have 100 salons around the country. So that's the initial vision. Now, how do you, so now as you start to think about what your vision is, you have to visualize what that looks like. I'm talking sites. 
I'm talking sounds. I'm talking smells. You know, so whether you're like closing your eyes and you're like seeing it, see it in action. You know, seeing it happen on a day-to-day basis. Seeing the people, the hum, the noise, the scent, the sound, all of those different senses that you have. Engage those in your dreaming process. And then think about what does this organization look like when it's finished? You know, and I was just looking through operations manual and one of the first things that I did besides kind of crafting like that vision and and creating a vision statement and the mission that we're on and where we want to go and what we want to become and what are the most important things to us was something that I call the organization chart. Right. So if you've ever seen an org chart, you know, I'm going to read you just kind of what I put down in our manual. So organization chart. We use this to identify different opportunities within our company, as well as to show how we communicate with each other. Many of our team members may have more than one role in our organization. So as you're thinking about your organization, you're thinking about where you're at, you know, in your organization. Visualizing what is your organization potentially going to look like when it's done. Now, here's the crazy part about this. When I'm designing this, you know, circa ninth or <laughs> circa nineteen, circa two thousand. I was about to go way back. Like maybe that's when I actually did think of it in the nineteen hundred something. I don't know what I was going to say there. She just let it flow. I caught myself. I'm like, what nineteen? So two thousand and eight. When the idea hit me, and you know. Like it didn't actually form and take shape until 2009. But 2008, 2009, I'm designing this organization chart. And think about it. I don't have a salon. I don't have one stylist that's working with me. I don't have anything. I don't even have, you know, I'm, I'm still like trying to get my location situated now in this time. You know, and, and then... I'm working on an organization chart. You know, what kind of sense does that make? You know, most for most people, it probably seems ridiculous. But why would I do such a thing? Because it became realer every time I worked on crafting the business, whether it be the business plan, the operations manual, start how we do what we do, how we operate. Every time I worked on those things, it just became real more like just became realer and realer and realer to me and really to the world because now I'm actually coming up with a blueprint. You know, and this first one here, I'm looking at it. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen positions, really. There's more, but fifteen positions that are named. Now think about it. I don't even have. Not only don't I have fifteen, I don't, <laughs> I've just got me. It's not that I didn't have fifteen people. I didn't have one people. I had me, right? So when I'm when I want you to think about it is the vision. 
You know, so, you know, if there's a movie, an old school movie. Some of you, if you're old enough to remember, this movie's called Field of Dreams. I think it's Kevin Costner, Field of Dreams. And it was, and the, the thing was like, if you build it, they will come. Right? And it was like a baseball thing. We used to like build this field and then, you know, the, the, the league going to come and the players and all that. So it's like having that vision. You have to have that vision. Like, what is your career going to look like when it's done? Meaning once you've maybe, I don't know if it's the pinnacle that you're talking about, you know, you're going to hit, but once you've, you've designed it and you've maximized the opportunity. So think about that in 10, I don't know, 15, 20 years. What does that career of yours look like? And start not only saying what it looks like, closing your eyes, seeing what it looks like. But then to take it a step further to start charting, drawing, diagramming, sketching, drilling it down, note, framework. What does it look like when it's done? That's an exercise I'm telling you with everything that you're doing. You know, start looking at visualization. You know, we always talk about this term of being a visionary. What does it really mean? You know, so think about a visionary to be able to see stuff that may or may not be there. So what would it mean to you to start visualizing your career? You know, where is it going to be in a year? Where is it going to be in two years? Where is it going to be in three years? Start visualizing. And that's a technique. I mean, if you want to call it a technique, but it's a practice. It's something that you can do. Each and every day. And then you can start creating that sketch. Start drawing it out. I mean, when I did that work chart, I was like, and I even thought, I mean, initially while I was doing it, I was like, yeah, this seems kind of ridiculous. I mean, I don't even have like anyone. I'm like drawing up this giant organization like I'm some giant organization when I'm not. But here's the thing. I knew I wanted to be. And so that was all I needed to start crafting and forming what it looks like so then when it shows up a you're not going to be that surprised but b you've you've already anticipated to the point where it doesn't not only catch you off guard but it doesn't overwhelm you how many times have you seen someone get overwhelmed with success because they weren't prepared for it you know it happens to a lot of like young you know actors musicians child actors you know they're not prepared for it and they're not able to handle it or even like some you know new young athletes all of a sudden they were like grew up dirt poor and they would come come into some money sign some million dollar kind of dealer contract the next thing you know tmz's got them you know looking a fool or, or they're <laughs> there something's going on you know why does that happen you know, the visualization process, being prepared, anticipating success, having a plan ready so when it shows up, you're already prepared and you're not caught off guard. You're not shocked, overwhelmed, or freaking out when success shows up. So that's that's going to be your, your homework assignment is start thinking about like what is what is my... What does my career look like when it's fully built out? What does my body look like when it's fully done? When I'm, when I'm, you know, where I want to be. You know, you'll never be done. It's a work in progress, like everything. But what does my finances look like when I get them where I want them to be? You know, what does my spiritual 
you know, life look like when I get it to where I want it to be? You know, start asking yourself these questions. And as you're game planning, right? So now you know what it looks like. Then you start game planning and let your mind be free. Let it run wild. Like when you create your organization chart, I want you to think of, I mean, things you may not even like at the time when I'm a stylist and I'm writing and do my organizational chart and I'm putting down, you know, education director, artistic director, operations director, social media director, marketing director, brand director, reservations director, editorial, specialist in different disciplines, cutting, color, texture, makeup, you know, and, and being a guest-centric, salon-stylist-centric company, those people are like, you know, there at the pinnacle. The happy salon guest and the happy salon professional are right up there. So how, you know, you organize it. But you've got to let your mind go. You've got to let your mind run wild. Think about all of the possibilities when it's fully built out in all of those areas. Start working on that, guys, because as we roll in, you know, to a new year, you know, and if you don't have a vision for where you want to go, you're going to be you're going to be at the mercy of the the ebbs and the flows of life. You're going to be at the ebb and the flow of economy. You're going to be at the ebb and flow of like whatever happens. You're just going to be like going with it because you didn't have maybe a plan and you didn't anticipate. And then when sex, success showed up, you weren't prepared. And then it did catch you off guard. <clears throat> and then you were scrambling. I don't want that to be you. So I want you to start really thinking about what does your vision look like when it's completed and try to crystallize it and, and synthesize it down and put it on paper and start drawing out the plan. Drawing out the plan. Think about a builder. You know, when they build a house, the house actually is finished before the first nail first board, first hole is dug because it was all designed and pre-planned. And then when any kind of obstacle showed up, it wasn't an overwhelming obstacle that shut down the whole operation. It was something that either if they didn't anticipate it exactly, they were able to come up with a quick contingency plan <clears throat> because everything else was so planned out. And that's how you build a successful house and that's how you build a successful life. So I hope you guys will give this a shot. I hope you'll give planning a shot, blueprinting out what your success looks like when it's completed, what your company looks like when it's completed, what your body looks like when it's completed. Start building those those ideas out on paper of what it looks like. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like when you actually bring it to fruition and make it a reality. So that's the podcast for today, guys. Just want to thank you guys again for being here, for listening. Remember, if you're not a subscriber, <clears throat> it's real easy to do. Just hit the subscribe button on the podcast. And if you're in the podcast app, the iTunes store, hit subscribe. You'll get a notification every time a new episode is released, which is awesome. And if you have not yet left a rating and or review Right, Leave a rating five star, preferably in a review. Please do that because that's going to help the podcast get discovered by the world, 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 the rest of the world. So I'd really appreciate it if you guys would do that. Write something awesome. What? Write, 
you know, a takeaway you got from the podcast. It takes about 24 hours for those to post. Now, here's the other deal. Once they're posted, then I can identify you. You, my friend, yes, you, you and you, and even you are going to get a limited edition YFYI t-shirt. It's an iHeart YFYI t-shirt. It's not available for sale. It's only available through the people that are reviewing the podcast. <clears throat> so make sure you do that. Take advantage of the deal. And it'll be on its way. If you don't have a copy or you want to get another copy or know somebody who needs to get a copy of YFY the book, your first year in the beauty industry, the book, then you can do so at yourfirstyearin.com. That's where you can go to get the book. And the podcast, it does have its own website as well. Just go to yfypodcast.com, yfypodcast.com. That'll direct you if you need to download the podcast or the podcast app. That'll help you out there. And you know also you can listen to the podcast on the website as well. So check it out, guys. Keep the comments coming. I love hearing about your successes, your victories, things that you're learning from the book, things that you're picking up from the podcast. Look forward. I'm looking forward to announcing some new dates coming up for 2018. Can't even believe I'm saying that. 2018 is upon us. It's kind of crazy. But I'm looking forward to releasing some dates, some cities, some places I will be speaking. Hopefully, if you're in the area <clears throat> at any of those, you can make it for a YFY presentation. It'd be awesome to meet you, see you in the crowd, spend some time, chat it up live. So be on the lookout for those dates coming out soon. And I just want to thank you guys again for being here, for listening to the podcast. I will be catching you on another episode of the YFY podcast. And oh yeah, make sure you guys give us a little like, follow on Instagram. Trying to build up our Instagram at your first year in, your first year in on Instagram, and you know where to find me, Sunny D. I'm in, you know, I'm in all of the social mediums. I'm hanging out in every which way. So reach out, keep your questions coming, keep your comments coming, keep your topic ideas coming for future podcast episodes as I create an episode for you. So I look forward to seeing you or having you enjoy another podcast in the future. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, the YFYI podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys. And I will talk to you soon.